Mate, we covered three states today. Yeah, we did. And the thing that I took out of it is that the the Brisbane Carnival is really starting to heat up. Yeah. That's all, that's all I really care about, let's be honest. Yeah, absolutely. And in probably the feature race of the day, um, full credit to the sponsors of that race as well. Um, but I think I've found one of the great get-out-of-the-casino bets of all time, and you'll actually be able to see that on my Ned's profile this weekend as well. Yes, uh, the Ned's profile is great, mate. Um you know, if you want to follow us in, if you followed uh, us in last week, you would have found a couple that's for sure. Maybe you find some more this week at some value, but uh, if you don't want to do that, that's fine. But still, you can do everything else with the Neds app. You can get weird and exotic as well with the Neds same race multi. And, you know, there's no one else I'd rather bet with heading into the Brisbane Winter Carnival. Well, they also have a black book feature there, so you can black book ones for these prep runs into their grand finals. They have the futures markets there. You can do all that good stuff mm-hmm. with the good people at Neds. Mm-hmm. Damn right. But what are you really gambling with? For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Well, hello there. G'day, mate. It's cracking. Oh, you know, still reeling from... Group one racing on a Monday. Well, that, and it was only a couple of days ago because we are recording from Wednesdays. Yeah, Wacky Wednesdays. That's what they're going to call it from now on because we're just both so wacky, the two of us. Yeah. Are we doing half the form? Maybe. (laughs) Hey, I wouldn't say we're students of the form anyway. More of a spray and pray type operation. Yeah. Um, but there's very good reason as to why we're doing it on a Wednesday. Yes. All will come out in due course. Yep. Um, not this week, but it'll be very soon. Yes, very soon. Um, hopefully. Fingers crossed. God, yeah. Um, what were your thoughts on last weekends of racing? Firstly, let's start <laughs> where it all began on Saturday. Yeah, it was like a bender of racing. Yeah. Friday night. With the Billy Reed, Oh, um, of course. Yeah, look, m- my best bet of the weekend, Marabi, Eek, with an $8,000 trifecta in September run, uh, winning her second group one and her first group one, her first win actually since the Coolmore in 2020. Yeah, wasn't expecting that. No, and I've just – I'm going to note down – Something here. Uh, you know those polls that I've, you know, that we've been yeah, yeah, putting yeah. up. Have to do one of the hardest horses to catch because oh, September gotcha. run has to be right at the tippy top of that. I would also put Colette up there. Colette's super hard to catch. Uh, Brooklyn Hustle. Very hard to catch. Um, yeah, there's a stack. A stack. is hard to catch for some. NS is hard to catch. For some. For some. Yeah. If you back him every start, he's, he's, I wouldn't say he's hard to catch. I would just say You get hard. him about 50% yeah. of the time. He's hard on your bloody wallet. Yeah. Um, yeah, look, Friday night, you know, Mooney Valley, Death Valley, hey, um, flying mascot into Marabi was touted as the um, two-leg multi of the century by some, definitely not me on this podcast. <laughs> uh, neither of them came up trumps. May have been slightly inebriated on Friday night at a mate's 30th. Actually, uh, Drift of the Week's 30th from last week. Tim, uh, shout out, Tim. Um, thanks uh, for having me. You know, hopefully it didn't cause too much trouble. Um, 
So I was just, you know, yeah, this thing will win. Bang, 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 bang. And then Saturday, I was like, oh, jeez. Thank God the rest of the Rose Hill car has been called off because I don't think I should spend any more money on punning <laughs> responsibly um, this weekend. How did how did you find the, the weekend plus Monday of racing, mate? Anything stand out to you in particular? Um, well, Tim stopped you on command as well. So Yeah, true. Friday night was just a genuine nature strip out. So yeah. it was just um, bloodbath. Yeah. Marabi and a prep run, uh, I reckon. Just no t- gas tickets left. Mm. Was super brave to run into fifth on that crazy speed. Yeah, geez. Jonker was setting and Snapper. Great name, Snapper. Yeah, it's a good name for an alls. Um, Saturday, I couldn't believe what I was watching at Rose Hill. That was just torrential rain. It was, yeah. The worst I've ever seen. It was the heavens that opened well and truly. It, Yeah, I was wondering you know, when they were going to start constructing the bloody ark in Rose Hill. Mother Nature, as we've said on this podcast, has taken um, a real disliking to Parramatta. The western suburbs of Sydney have been copping it. Yes. Not as much as northern New South Wales, mind you. No. They're a bit cooked at the moment, unfortunately. And the great town of Brisbane. But just like that, we're back to blue skies up here. Mm. Where else would you rather be? Um but yeah, thoughts with those people in northern New South Wales. But um, so that two-year-old race that was race two on the carb where they were just basically running through floodplains. Yeah. Darren Flindell couldn't even see the race. No. And they showed the steward's vision on the telly. Couldn't see anything. It was a joke. I can't the, believe they ran it. As the horses were coming around the bend to balance up for the straight, they were aquaplaning. They were I just know. their hooves were just sliding. Yeah. And was it Nash Ruilla who was like, I've never felt so unsafe on a horse before in my life. Never been so scared in my life. Yeah, there you go. Because you couldn't see anything. Get it. Just why why would you let that go ahead? And not only that, the race after it. Yeah. And cause um the thing that got them in the end was, as you were saying, as they were coming into the straight, they were all sliding, so they didn't have any grip. But um, in that third race, Mount Popper v. Polly Gray, um, J-Mac was like just pointing out, he's like, these are old horses and they can't get through it. It's mm. like it's still unsafe for them. So it's not the two-year-olds where you could, you know, mount a case. But for Polly Gray, who loves it, Mount Popper obviously loves it, Everything else in the back of the field, they may as well not have gone around. And it ruins their confidence. Especially a two-year-old. Who would want to go through that again? No, 100%. You know, you get a two-year-old on a track like that, they then associate going to the races as absolutely battling through uh, horrid conditions. Um, Yeah, I I couldn't believe that they um, didn't can it prior to the day starting. But – we come to Newcastle Group 1 racing mm. on Monday and to be honest, I wasn't looking that hard because <laughs> I thought we would have been just, you know, playing on a heavy deck and I didn't change my tips because um, that's the only reason why I like she- She's Ideal because she was the best <laughs> swimmer in the race and then she ran second last. Um, but how yeah, bloody good was Jewess? Jewess was fantastic, mate. She's... Um Look, I don't want to jump the gun on Jewess 
I really don't, so don't take this that way, Drifters. But she's got a bit of a VE sort of vibe about her. That's what Chris Waller says. Wow, okay, there you go. He said um, she's the next VB. VB? Uh, <laughs> yeah, for a harder third. <laughs> Rod Jewess. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, yeah, the next VE. That's what he said. She's just got that uh, turn of foot. And and do, runs in time. Her time over the um, the Aussie Cup was great, and she's backed it up over twenty four hundred meters. So the big question for Mister Edward Cummings now is: um, Do you take her to the to the Queen Elizabeth or the Sydney Cup? She's a shot in both of them. Mm. Obviously, uh, the extra eight hundred may as well be an extra mile because yeah. the step up from twenty four hundred to thirty two huge, massive. What is on her resume is that these wins are coming off ridiculous speed. Yeah. Like she's clearly winning these races by two to three lengths on hot speeds. So she is by far the best athlete mm. in the race because if it's run at its fastest, then the best athlete should win. Yeah, she smashed the clock in the tanker. And like you said, a, a fast run race gives every horse in the race a chance. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and then Fangirl, as highlighted on this podcast last week, Hinged had the form against the older mares and then Fangirl had the form against the boys. And then they ran the, ran the Quinella, but I still somehow don't tip them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I know what you mean. I, as I said on the podcast, Hinge was a clear second pick for me and she um, nearly won the race, right? She's, you know. What half a head or half a half a neck or sorry, something like that. Uh, went with Gypsy Goddess, you know, a bit of a heart bet. Um, Gypsy was never gonna chase them down no. uh, from a slow from a slow sort of start. You're not in Ascot an- anymore, Pikey. Yeah, you're not in Ascot anymore, Pikey. Um, I, I think she. So that was over eighteen hundred and fifty meters, not over the um, mile and a quarter. I don't think she wins over two thousand meters in that race, but I think she gets a lot closer. Uh, for me, Oaks written all over it. I think she'll love the 2,400 metres. So gotcha. she, she's my pick in that race. Um, but just back to Jewess, from a punter's perspective, mm-hmm. you want to see her in the Queen Elizabeth because she's got a red hot uh, chance of winning that race. Yeah, absolutely. I think the it's hard to have a query on horse, right? But – the only query for mine now is like a super heavy deck. That's yeah. the only thing. And based on J-Mac's comments about VE last, on her last run, she didn't like the heavy deck. And mm. then you think back to her, her Melbourne Cup and her Caulfield Cup, they were run and even the Melbourne Cup that Twilight Payment um, won, that was a good three yeah she ran nicely hard. into seventh she won the Caulfield Cup prior and then she won the Melbourne Cup they were all on good decks maybe she likes being on top of the ground now hard to say and it's hard to say with Rose Hill too because Rose Hill is a genuine you know muddy sticky track maybe the the wet decks on like your Ramwicks and your Flemingtons and stuff like that are a little bit different because of the drainage I don't know Absolutely. I'm not a horse or a horticulturist no, I'm not that. I'm not that. Um, but, yeah, so Jewess will have 51 kegs in the Sydney Cup um, if she does go there. Oh, you just you just think with her this time next year, will she get 51 kegs in the Sydney Cup? Oh, I highly doubt it. So okay. it's almost like, well, 
we can run the Queen Elizabeth next year. Do we try win the Sydney Cup this year? I don't know. I it'll be interesting to see because if you look at it from a broodmare's perspective, the two thousand meters would have much more commercial appeal. Winning a two mile race, a Sydney Cup, as a mare, going to stud probably doesn't have the same amount of cachet as a Queen Elizabeth would. So I think that would probably be in the back of their mind. But I just wanted to go the Queen Elizabeth because that would be just a fantastic contest oh, with her in there. Yeah, and uh, seeing it with my own naked eyeballs as well. Oh, mm. that'd be nice. Before we get into calling the Drifter of the Week this week, yep. um, Buddy Franklin, have to touch on that. I was thinking that, mate. How unreal. Unbelievable. Um, if you've been living under a rock that, and you haven't seen the scenes from the SCG on Saturday night. Yep. Saturday night, Friday night. I can't remember. Either way, one of the great- Friday night. One of the great scenes of all time. Um, apparently, there was a lot of security protocols that they had in place to avoid the people flooding, but my God, I've never seen a plan like that fail quicker. Yeah, see, I, I actually heard the opposite. I heard that they were, even the TV broadcast, they were told that, hey, just so you know, if this happens in this match, be prepared to go for an extra 15, 20 minutes. I could be hearing, you know, absolute lies, but. No, they said that on the telecast. They said uh, they've been given, I think, half an hour and it went for 45 minutes. Yeah, right, okay. And there was five minutes left in the game and you're like, Call the game. You're up by 38. Yeah, call the bloody game. Like it was un- it was unreal. Do you think we'll ever see another thousand goal? No um, way. Career? No way. Because you look at comparing it, right? So I was watching on KO, and the panel was pretty good panel. Gary Lyon, Nathan Buckley, midfielder, but Jonathan Brown, and then Nick Revolt. So before Buddy, you probably had two of the best. Center half forwards before Buddy. Yeah. Jonathan Brown kicked about just below 600 goals. Yeah. Yeah. So he's nearly pretty much doubled him. Yeah. And then Nick Revold, I think he's around that seven to 800 mark. Yeah, right. So it's like he is, what he's done is yeah. literally only happened, what, five times prior to him. Yeah. So no, not yeah. in current footy. Yeah, not the way it's played anymore. Unbelievable. Mm. Longevity. Mm. Now, Times has kicked more than five goals in a in his career. It's like getting out to like sixty games or something. Yeah, it's insane, crazy. Anyway, absolute rocket left boot. Yeah, love to see it. Um, all right, let's get back onto some horse racing. Let's give our drifter of the week a call. I'm excited to see what this drifter has in store for us. On the Drift Fan Club, just speaking. <laughs> uh, drifters, we've got Jess Mitchell on the podcast, one of the most famous um, drifters um, that we've ever had, um, a real famous connoisseur of the SRM, same race multi for those of you listening on at home. Uh, Jess, got Hacho here as well. Hacho, how are you? I'm 
great, Jess. I've actually delved into your realm of the SRMs and I've got to say I'm annoyed that I'm so late to the game. <laughs> How good are they? They are game-changing, game-changing. I'm not like other drifters of the week that multi them into other ones. Yeah, um, that's insane. <laughs> but uh, I do love a um, same-race multi, same-game multi. I think they're great. Oh, we all love same game multis. Yeah, they're good for the soul. Oh, they're unreal they for the when soul. When they come off, you're just you're so happy. You screenshot everyone. You might not have even spoken to them, but I'm just like, <laughs> I won this. <laughs> He's going up to random people on the street. How's this for a punt? <laughs> yeah, love your work, Jess. Um, yeah. So look. This week, we've obviously got four Group 1s, but we're just going to talk to you about um, two, the TJ and the Doncaster Mile. Um, so we'll start off with the TJ. Race 8, Raw Ranwick. Um, look, I know that you've got some thoughts on this race. There's a couple of your favourites in here. Talk us through what you're going to do. I am – I'm going to surprise you. Okay. And I will, and I will not – be on Nature Strip. Sheesh. Sheesh. No, I know. I know. I know people are shocked. I, <laughs> I heard the gasping. <laughs> I heard it. Um, but it's like I was talking to you, Deej. Um, I, I think, I know we've looked at the forecast, but I still think a lot of rain is heading there. Mm. Um, so I think it is going to be quite heavy. Will it be a heavy 10? I don't know. But um, I think I'm going to go with the fairy tale. And I am going with Shelby 66. Love that. Oh, you know, I absolutely love that. And, you know, you've got even more reason to be in love with the, the Shelby 66 fairy tale. So I love I that do. pun. I do. So um, I, I feel bad. I do feel like I'm cheating. But I, I don't think he, as a nature strip writer, loves it heavy, heavy. And I think it will be. Mm. No, I, I think I agree with you there. JKM um, um, and Shelby so, sixty six five dollars fifty with Neds at the moment opened at what eights so getting pumped yeah. in um, yeah mm, mm. is that you so, single handedly driving the price down <laughs> Jess <laughs> <laughs> and I just I think uh, you know I've been watching a lot of interviews and whatnot with Danny um, Danny Williams and I just I think I think it will just be a perfect fairy tale yeah. Uh, but look, uh, yeah, you can't you can't rule out Nature Strip. You can't rule out Eduardo. But I I, I am I'm doing it. No, I've done it. You you've, you made a case, and um, yeah, can't can't argue against it. Righto, uh, moving on to the Doncaster. Sheesh, a lot of horses in this yeah. race. A uh, few chances. Where are you going? So many, so many horses, and there's there's a lot of there's a lot of good horses as well. Mm. Um, I I am going with with the current favourite, um, Forbidden Love, yep. uh, number sixteen. Uh, obviously, a very big fan of um, of Jamie Carr as well, and mm. you know, hats off to us for getting down to fifty kegs because um, <laughs> <laughs> I think that's crazy. Uh, so, um, and I think um, you know, Forbidden, Forbidden Love again is is good on on the weather tracks too. So uh, that's that's where I'm headed this weekend. Yep, can't argue against that either. Um, so we've got the TJ, we've got the Donny. Uh, what's your best bet of the weekend? Is it in Ranwick or are we going, we going somewhere else? No, I'm going to Eagle Farm. Yes, the Sunshine um, State. Yes, which 
Actually, what, what's Eagle Farm at the moment? A soft, soft five. Um, I don't think we've got any more rain. No, nah, I think it's clearing up, so it should be it should be a good deck. Um, Eagle Farm race three, mm-hmm. um, and it is a bit of value. It's not the favourite. Number fourteen, Street Dancer. Yep. Um, I think uh, I've just I've been I was been, I was been looking at the card, and and that one was just sticking out to me. We all need no particular reason, but uh, I'm um, that's my best day of the day. It's, um, at, Seven dollars fifty at the moment. So the value there too. Yeah, we love the value, and look, mm. probably picking them better than what we can at the moment, Jess Mitchell. So that's fine. Whenever David Van Dyke takes one to the track, true, it's going to run top three. It's so yeah. true. He doesn't. He doesn't take him to Eagle Farm very often. So um, when he does, um, can we just quickly pot a horse in this race, please, Jess Mitchell? Number eight, Yulong status. Can we just quickly <laughs> pot that? We hate those silks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you do. You really do. Yeah. I was listening to that last week. They never win. They that's never, why. They never bloody win. The jokers. But I know. I know that's all I needed to do. But I did have a. I had a really big roughie for you guys. Oh yeah, and play I just on. Wanted to tell the tell the drifters. Yeah, okay. Um, let's go back to Ranwick. Yeah. Um, in the um in the in the Australian Derby. Yep, Aussie Derby. Yep. Race seven. Aussie Derby. Number twenty one. <laughs> Lukey Luke, yeah, that's right. Lukey Luke, that's 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 a um, it's a uh, that's my husband's name, everyone, and uh, <laughs> look, just just throw it onto plates, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Oh, look, we'll need a couple of scratchings because it is it is an emergency. But I tell you what, if it makes the field, it might be a launch job for you, Jess Mitchell. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just wanted to throw that out there. I'm chucking that in for my SRM. So. Yeah, chuck that in your <laughs> SRM. Uh, shout out to Luke Jones. <laughs> One of the great Joneses. Yeah, he's um, he he's probably your second biggest fan of the um of the podcast now. So oh, I love to you hear. Guys, uh, you uh you made a new new fan. He likes you know he uh, heard on the racing last week when someone said, "Oh, a horse is on the drift." Did they just did they just mention Declan's podcast? <laughs> oh no! <laughs> yeah, said, gee whiz. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that's how much he knows about racing. Um, oh, no. no, he does listen to it each week now. Um, oh, look, so. we appreciate the support. Um, and look, a fellow Jones is always welcome. Um, so, Jess Mitchell, absolutely. Drift okay. of the week. Thanks so much for your time. Um, and look, hopefully, Lukey Luke gets a go. <laughs> All right, thanks, guys. Good See luck. you, mate. See Bye. You. Thanks, Jess. Bye. Bye. Oh, drift of the week. Always a pleasure. Leo just making a cameo. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't even realise yeah. until he was coming under the table. Um, is Leo racing this week? No, That'd be huge. I no, know. mate. He's he's off season. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, he, he'll be ripe and ready to go in the winter. Um, you know when the when the real horses start to turn up. Yeah. Yeah, mate, imagine if you came up here. Mm. Look, that was all good stuff from Jess. Nothing I didn't want to hear there. No, big play on. But, mate, the championships. Just Let's just marinate in how good are the championships. Oh, fantastic. I love Ramwick. Um, I love autumn time, except when it's pissing down rain. Yeah, I um, I'm I'm really looking forward to this weekend of racing, mate. Um, wet track 
Wet track. Trick. Wet, wet track uh, throws a few spanners in the works, but we'll see how we go, eh? Mate, spanners are meant to be caught. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. This is what they say. <laughs> I, I thought so. Yeah. Mate, let's kick it off with the size produce. Yep. Makes sense because it's the first group one on the card, right? Hey. We have four to get through, so let's just, you know, get in, get out, see how we're going. Um, there's a really talented filly here that is the favourite, um, number 12, Fireburn. Excuse you. <laughs> burnt before I even realised. This came out of nowhere. Oh, we're going downhill here. Not Jeez. used to, you know. It's the old chicken yellow curry I had at lunch, <laughs> eh? You can't smell that at home, Drip, is you? Glad you can't. <laughs> Fuck me dead. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, so Fireburn's the favourite, um, followed by some others, but... I know you're keen on this filly. Oh, mate, 100%. You can't tell me that you get massively checked coming around the bend at Rose Hill and still find a way to put them away by with three or four lengths and still charging through the line very strongly. Nothing to suggest she doesn't run out a strong 1,400 metres. Absolutely. Through the line, she was still strong. But my – there's a couple of things, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think she's obviously the hard horse to beat and she's my, my on-top tip. Yeah. But – History suggests that slipper winners just cannot win another race. <laughs> Since she will reign, who was trained by Gary Portelli. Hey, yeah. So the signs are connecting, you know? Yeah. But could that knock at, you know, the six to 800 metre mark and could that just take it out of her? You know what I mean? It's like that was a bloody tough run. It was a tough run. And, and you are right. Slipper winners don't tend to go on and do anything else, but a lot of slipper winners, once they win the slipper, don't run in this race. It's their grand finals, the slipper. So they usually go to the paddock straight afterwards. And, and fair enough, you've won the slipper, especially if you have your nuts. You've done your job. Yeah. Fireburn doesn't have any nuts. Not because she's a gelding, mind no. you, because uh, she's a little filly. So, mate, yeah, there's, there's, nothing, there's nothing in here that I think – should threaten too much. She's a clear on top pick for me. Uh, loves the heavy deck. 1,400's a tick. Draws perfectly. I think she'll improve even further off her mm. golden slipper run. I admit the big check doesn't help um, when you're lining up next time. Um, look, if I was going to identify a couple of things which I, I could imagine running well, uh, I, I like let's roll the dice. Um, two from two. Lightly race Colt um, for the O'Brien stable. D-Lane on board. Draws really well. Enjoys the heavy. Uh, she's extreme. Had no luck in the slipper. Uh, if she gets clear air, I don't think she wins, but I think she gets a lot closer. Uh, and then you've got Magic as well, who was a bit plain last start, you could argue, but first start was a, was a huge um, uh, flashing light. So I, I think the 1,400 metres will suit him. But, yeah, look, I don't I don't see anything chasing down Fireburn. Let's put it this way. I think Fireburn wins from everything that ran in the slipper. I think that's yeah, fair. Yeah, agreed. The horse that I'm very interested in is Let's Roll the Dice. Yeah. I think that different form reference, Lane O'Brien, as you said, one by three and a half lengths first up in its maiden, and then there has been sub- subsequent winners from that. So I think it wasn't a bad maiden. And then it won over 1,400 metres at headquarters at Flemington. I think it's worth a play at the $13 on offer. I think you have to include in everything – 
I, I, I think so too. The 1,400 metre box tick is is a huge yeah. uh, box tick. It's a done deal horse as well, so it'll be yeah. able to get through the mud. And as you said, Magic looks like it will get the distance. The Australian Derby. Yep. Last year we were both on the floor with Young Werther coming second, mm-hmm. but Explosive Jack winning. So we're still alive in the quaddy. <laughs> Chill. So that was good. Um, but, yeah, 2,400 metres – Hitotsu's the favourite. Never seen a heavy deck going from 1,600 metres to 2,400 metres virtually again. Can't underestimate the stable, but it just looks strange to me. It looks strange, but I like it. Yeah. They know what they're doing. They know what they're doing, and he, I think, is just a freak, Mm. Hitotsu. Yeah, look, he's never seen a heavy deck. Before uh, he's out of Maurice, Japanese thing, and and his progeny have a pretty good record on the wet decks, and there's nothing in here that's blown me away on a wet deck before. Well, you're usually the Tullock expert. You love the Tullock. I as do. A, love, I do love the Tullock as a form reference. I think it's been the last few that have come through here and at least run well. Yeah, I love the Tullock as a form reference uh, character who won that race. Thought was pretty good. Um, obviously, it's on a five-day quick backup, uh, not a seven-day uh, backup. Uh, looked at the flashing light out of that race was was Regal Line, um, and was it Benno who came home like a freight train? Yeah, Richie. Yeah, Richie Benno. Great name for a horse. Yeah, but but I just don't think. Uh, no, not against Hitotsu. He's drifting, which I love because I think the more money you can get for him, the better. I think he puts these guys to the sword. Mm. I, I really do. The heavy deck is a query, but I don't think any of these have the brilliance. Yeah, might hold him back a, a mm. length or two. I still think he wins. Yeah, Ma, Kieran Ma was 50-50 on him running. Mm. Um, so if he doesn't run here, I reckon he'll go to the South Australian Derby and just win that by 10 lengths. Yeah. So. Well, okay, let's let's <clears throat> let's talk theoretical then. Would he be your on top selection if he runs here? He's not no. your on toppy? No, even if he's in the race, he's not my on toppy. Okay. Um, who's your on toppy? Well, I'm going with the Tullock form. Okay. And I honestly was all over Richie with a rash <laughs> before he drew barrier 19. I was shattered. Um, <laughs> Poor Richie. Like he's like he nearly drew barrier 22. He's that far out. Mm. Um, but I think Regal Lions got the perfect draw here and ran third in the um, New Zealand derby, which is typically – Decent form. I think Richie has better. Sorry, Benno has um better wet. wet um, <laughs> just, go, just go with Richie. Wet form. Fuck it. Fuck it. Just go with Richie. <laughs> and the other thing on Richie's resume is <laughs> great leg spin. <laughs> <laughs> One of the great callers of all time. Um, yeah. Other than Richie being the voice of cricket, he has actually been got a lot of K's on the legs. He does, He's yeah. getting up to about 8 to 9 Ks under the legs, which this is going to be the best stayer will win this race, mm. which is silly to say, but Hitotsu with one mile match race under his belt, jeez, I just – I want to go with Benno. He's got the Russo form, which you can tie into – True. You can tie that into Crystal Pegasus, different races, but the form reference is there. And, he, yeah, he's been racing against the older horses. And then, yeah, Regal Lion has that New Zealand dour 
staying form and I think he'll get through the going even though he – and his, his wet uh, runs have been over 1,400 metres. So it's like – and he's been running into fourth. He's never going to be winning those races. No. So – I think Regal Lyon is – I reckon he's the one that's going to get crunched. I reckon you I won't be surprised if he starts favourite. Mm. Um, but I think Benno was just as good behind him. Just wish they switched the barriers and I'd be all over Benno. <laughs> like a rash. Yeah, so I think, I'm really confident they both run top three. Okay. Yeah, yeah. fair. No, I'm with, I'm with High Tot too. Um, yeah, I've just got a feeling about this horse. I think, you, I think the heavy will be fine. Yeah, lovely. On to the TJ. Mm. Now – our good friends from Neds have Josh, our good mate Josh from Neds. Sure. He was messaging us on the IG today mm-hmm. and he was going, there was a, they were having a conversation um, in the office. Yep. Going, who would you rather back in this race? An out of form, Mask Crusader, or an inform Shelby 66? Inform Shelby 66 every day of the week. Every day of the week. Every day of the week. Mask Crusader is not one of mine. Yeah, jeez. He's not one of mine, mate. He, he just uh. – do you know what's interesting? They're both the same sire. Interesting. Both by Toronado. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so um, – No, I'd go Shelby. He's, he's, he's in ridiculous form. He just won a Galaxy. He ran second to Eduardo on a heavy deck – I'm going with Shelby. Mm. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I genuinely think he could. I, I wouldn't surprise me to see him with a gold medal around his neck after this race. It wouldn't surprise me. It wouldn't surprise me either. I would be leaning towards Mars Crusader for two reasons. The price? <laughs> yeah, fair. You get 10 bucks for a horse that nearly won an Everest. Mm-hmm. He was a snout out of it. And you also get him around a bend. Mm. He's not a straight track horse, even though he looks like one of those types that could be good. Had excuses in the new market, went the wrong side, you know. The old rocking horses down in the field here uh, just stole it up on the inside. But I think they're both running for third place, to be honest. I think the Quinella's right the up top, the top two. Are you leaning towards Eddie or the strip? I I underrate Nature Strip every time in this race. Last two years. Um, <laughs> I'm going with Eduardo. I'm sticking with him. I don't think he's a 1,200-meter horse at all, but I think he's the elite wet tracker. Mm-hmm. I don't think Nature Strip's an elite wet tracker. Nah. Um, oh, look, I've backed Nature Strip the past two, TJ, so, <laughs> hey, I'm going to back him for a third. Sure. Why not? Might be the only... Autumn prediction we got right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No, I'm pretty sure I said in that podcast Um, I predicted Shelby 66 to win the Galaxy. Yeah. (laughs) I'm pretty sure I said that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, So, Nature Strip. Nature Strip for me every day of the week. Okay. Yeah, Eduardo, as mentioned. Um, Just think he's the better wet tracker. All right. The Donny. I love the Doncaster Mile. This one has got me perplexed. <laughs> it's bloody tough. I went through the history of this race. Okay. Recent recent history. Lovely. Five to six, last five to six winners. Always love this. I had a look at the profile of the horses. Um, what I might do, uh, 
Nah, I'll, I'll just I'll just look go through. Um, what you need for this race is a horse that if they don't, if they're not a three year old, they need to be running out a really really strong mile, mm. like a very strong mile. The ability to win over two thousand even, which right. a lot of these can't. I look through the field, and the only horses that have ran over that dis, uh, further than that distance, is really Cascadian, and one. So that is a massive concern for me. I think the favourites are quite vulnerable. Mm-hmm. The one I kept coming back to, but the, yeah, going to the three-year-olds, they can win because they're so light in the waist, which, again, that brings Forbidden Love back into it because she's only got 50 kilos. For me, in a big field, high-pressure race, I reckon that might find her out, mm. even though she is the elite wet tracker. So I'm happy to play around the favourite here. I'm going with three-year-old, Converge. What price would Adamo be in this field if he started? <sighs> That's my question to you. <laughs> Something sub $2. <laughs> Brave. <laughs> nah, yeah, he'd be short in the market. He'd be short. He'd be favourite. He'd be short in the market, yeah. I think he'd be favourite. Uh, and Converge has been him over the mile. And they basically just had a trial in that 2,000-metre race, the Rose Hill Guineas. So I think he'll be got plenty of juice in the legs here. Um, so I think Converge has drawn perfect just to take a sit behind, have a soft run. And he's got a short but sharp turn of foot. The heavy, really testing heavy ground is the query, but I still think he's good enough to get through it. What were your thoughts on this race? Um, Forbidden Love's my best of the day. Yeah. I'm not I'm not trying to overcomplicate the race. She's in incredible form. She's got one of the best jockeys in Australia on board, carrying 50 kilos, draws perfectly, I think, to sit up off the pace. Um, yeah, look, the, you could argue the query is the mile, but I don't, I don't think it's a query after she blew them away in the George Ryder with, with plenty in the tank, I think, 1,500 metres. For her, 1,600 metres on a wet track is like, I don't know, running five kilometres on a treadmill compared to running five kilometres out and about. It's just easier. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Nah, yeah. I, I do admit Converge will give a great sight. Mm. I, I, I think he's... Only danger? I think he's the biggest danger uh, for mine. I don't I don't get the price from Thunderstruck. Um, Sheesh. I think, I think he should be um, more than the five bucks on offer. And nothing else really sort of appeals. you got Ice Bath at 15s, fair... Uh, I think Law of Indices will, will be uh, one for the exotics at 34s. Uh, Lighthouse, that form around Forbidden Love is elite, uh, 15 bucks. Private Eye draws a car park. That doesn't matter for him. Uh, he won the Epsom last year. Yeah, but no, nah, mate, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm really, really solid in Forbidden Love this weekend. Mm. Hey, I could be wrong. Hey, we've all been wrong before. Yeah. I think um, Kiku is the knockout for me. Um Form around promise of success who is running behind for Forbidden Love and probably gets them, wants the mile now. So ran well on Monday. Um, yeah, 
61 bucks. Chuck her in your SRMs, chuck her in the quaddy. You know what I mean? But yeah. here's, the, here's the recent winners of the Doncaster, right? Cascadian has won over 1,800. Natoya's won over 2,000. Brutal three-year-old won over the mile. Happy Clapper's won over the 2,000. It's somewhat, I think, had won over the uh, 2,000. Winks, obviously, over the 2,000. <laughs> so I think it's actually – it is it is a bit of a sapping race and you need to – I'm just looking for something that has the potential to, you know, go a bit further. I think Converge might be the, that one. Man, yeah, I can't <laughs> argue with Converge. Uh, I think that's – that if uh, Forbidden Love wasn't in the race, he'd be my pick. <laughs> Um, but just, from what I've seen of her, this preparation, she's the best wet tracker in the country. And I think as a mare, she might have matured to the point where maybe she can stretch out over further than a mile. Maybe she is that dynamic when the yeah. track's like this. The form around her is is unbelievable. Yeah. She dropped seven kilos from her win in the in the George Ryder where she spanked him. Mm. I reckon she draws to get another soft run here once the emergencies are out. Jamie Carr on board. Light as a feather. Jamie... Yeah. Light as a feather, car. Ooh, ah. Yeah, no, it's a good point you make. Um, I think you're a bit harsh on Thunderstruck, though. Uh, he's not one of mine. I don't know why. Come though. on, then. Come on. <laughs> he's not one of mine. No, like, he's, he's a length and a half away from arguably our best way for age horse in Australia, Zaki. <sighs> yeah, oh, look, you know. <clears throat> I just – he's just got to have – everything's just got to go right for on Thunderstruck um, because he because of his racing pattern. Uh, and I just think he's going to have to make too much ground up in this race, especially with that weight. And what else – what I will say about on Thunderstruck, though, if you look at his two massive wins, Golden Eagle, and the other one was the Cantala? Uh, no, Turak. The Turak, sorry. From memory – uh, Turak was a pretty big field. Uh, it would have been – it had 12, so not that big. Not that but big. Golden Eagle was 18. So – and both times he's burst through traffic. So maybe he's a horse who wants to force himself like, – like he wants to get into traffic and he wants to run through things and pass things. He'll yeah. get that here. Drew Barrier 8 in the Eagle. It's got Barrier 8 here. Yeah. Yeah. But not forbidden love for me. Yeah. No, fair enough. Uh Okay. Best bet of the day. Well, yours is Forbidden Love. Mine is Forbidden Love, yes. Well, I'm going rogue here. <laughs> and I'm going to stick with it, but this could also be an SRM. Lovely. But I want you to go to the Derby. I've gone a so race seven on the card. I've got Regal Lion and I've got Richie Benno running a Quinella at any price. That's my Shush. best bet of the day. Because <laughs> no, the undercard is bloody tough. It is tough. I'm not going to play um, massively this weekend. Um, I'll actually be down uh, in on foreign soil in mm. New South Wales uh, on the weekend. I won't be going to the track, but um, you know, I'll get a good feel for how the how the turf is playing. You know, I'll, I'll send some comments up back your way. Yeah, the track's real bloody heavy, mate. Um, <laughs> even though I'm not going to actually be at said track, um, so that'll be fun. Um, yeah, look, I'm not going to play massively on the weekend, mate. I think Forbidden Love will get a bit of a touch up from me, and that's about it. Bit of a touch up. Mm. Well, yeah, 
I think we roll Forbidden Love into – might have to do a Forbidden Love into an SRM multi. Oh, love it. There we go. Love it. Now we're playing. Just do that, those two, either top top three if you're feeling greedy, but top four. <laughs> 100%. Yeah. All righty, mate. Well, always a pleasure, but we'll see you next Wednesday. Best of luck, Drifters. Hooroo.